a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare on KSL News Radio. Thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. I'm Maria Shaleos. With me today, Dr. Audrey Jericho. She's an OBGYN with Intermountain Wasatch Gynecology. We are talking about traumatic stress, events that can cause harm and harm us emotionally or physically. They can really impact our emotional and physical well being. Uh, Doctor, for a minute, let's talk about how would somebody recognize whether they had they are being impacted by traumatic stress. I would just encourage anyone who is struggling with depression, anxiety, substance use disorder, where that's really impacting your relationships with family members, your work, uh, your school, to really access health, the healthcare system and find a provider that they trust to begin to talk about these issues. Healthcare has sort of been behind the times on this for a little bit, but I think we're kind of coming up to speed when you look at uh, the rates of suicide in our state and substance use disorder, especially opioid use disorder. We're really recognizing that these are major health problems that are affecting our communities, our families, and our friends. And um, if we dig just a little deeper layer to figure out what the roots of those problems are, then you really uncover some of these other issues of traumatic stress. And so I just encourage my patients, if they have symptoms of depression or anxiety or they're struggling with substance use disorders, to really look at this as a possible contributing factor. Right. I think oftentimes as a society we think, oh, you know, life is stressful. Deal with it. Right? I think we just have that kind of a little bit of callousness to us when it comes to issues of stress and how stress impacts us. This is a different kind of stress, obviously. But I think oftentimes we just think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just going through a lot right now. That's right. And many times, even that's the case with the diagnosis of depression and anxiety. People are very reluctant. They just say, you know, we have ups and downs. Life is hard. I'm just dealing with it. And that is true to some extent. But what I like to do is is ask patients, you know what, if, if your life is going in the direction you would like, if you feel like things are going well, then definitely keep doing what you're doing. There's no need to intervene whatsoever. But if you feel like, like those things are impacted, these relationships with family members, your ability to um, function well at school and work, your relationship with your kids, if those things are being impacted, then it can be really helpful to be screened for depression and anxiety. And 
you know, we're really trying to do a better job at Intermountain of integrating mental health into the office. So I was really lucky as an OBGYN to have integrated mental health where about five or six years ago, we started screening everyone for depression and anxiety, and we have a therapist that's actually in our office. And that's really helpful. Instead of having someone come in and say, oh, I can't sleep very well, or I'm, I'm really blue all the time, and just throwing a pill at them and saying, well, try this, maybe you're depressed, come back in three months and let's see if it works. We really have an extensive evaluation where they have, we have them fill out a packet of information that's looking for signs and symptoms. Could this be depression or anxiety? Is it a combination of both? Could there be some ADHD or bipolar uh, sleeping disorders, eating disorders, substance use disorders, and we screen for all that. So for each individual patient, we can kind of drill down and say, what are the core issues that are impacting your quality of life? And then we can develop a treatment plan specifically for that patient. And that's been so helpful uh, for me to help connect with my patients and make progress, help make progress with them. Right. And as an OBGYN, I'm just, I am not the expert on these issues. I'm just connecting them to these various resources. Right. I think physicians have come so far in every, you know, aspect. Um, I had a general practitioner about 10 years ago. I went in, I didn't even know I had an ear infection, and I can't even remember what I went in for. But he was, like, shocked that I didn't know that I had a fever of 102 and had an ear infection, and he asked me to do a quick um, test, uh, depression anxiety kind of exam or, you know, just a questionnaire while I was there. And he came back and he said he wanted to know what was going on suddenly in my life. He goes, what are you going through that you could have a fever of 102, an ear infection, and not be aware? And then my husband had had a severe accident and had been going through surgeries. And I was just overwhelmed. I just couldn't, you know, I just had too many things going on. But that doctor recognized that I was suffering from depression and I didn't even recognize at that point. I was too busy. I had two little boys. My, you know, my husband was in and out of the hospital, and I, I didn't even recognize. So I think doctors, physicians are just getting so much better at recognizing some of the underlying things that are going on when their patients come in, which I think is really wonderful. And what a powerful connection. And that trust just builds so well when you have those kind of interactions. And I'll also say, you know, this, it used to be so hard for me when I was 10 years in practice and very busy OBGYN, when I'd have patients with these type of problems, it would just overwhelm me, burn me out. I can't do this. I'm not trained to do this. I don't know what, how to help these patients. And now that I've read about it, learned about it, I feel comfortable screening for these issues. I feel comfortable talking about them. It really doesn't take that much time for me because I am just helping patients identify the problems and then connecting them to the great resources that already exist in our um, community. And it's really helped me enjoy my job even more than I did before. Well, plus you're solving more problems, which is why you became a doctor, was to help people. That's right? so true. Yeah. And you're listening to, to Healthy Mind Matters on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. 